Hi, this is Lucia with The Art of Love. I'm a dating and relationship expert specializing in helping you get your ex back. Today's topic is doing this always leads to a breakup. Doing what, you may ask? Well, I'm going to tell you. But first, I want to remind you to be sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any future videos. And while you're at it, tap the bell icon so you'll be notified when a new video is up. So I have an email here from a woman, which I'm going to go through, and you will see what I mean when I say that doing this always leads to a breakup. Okay, so here we go. She says, your podcasts have been such a strong support for me during this breakup. Great, thank you. I'm a 40-year-old woman who's been single for over five years and finally decided to open my heart to new love new memories and experiences. My friends encouraged me to try online dating and after signing up, I met a guy. I was truly smitten by his undivided attention, long, never running out of topics conversations, and openness that I felt with him. He wasn't exactly my type, but I shed any personal doubts and told myself to get to know him and not think about his past. He told me right away about multiple marriages and children from those marriages. Asked me if I had a problem with that since I don't have kids of my own and have never been married. I didn't want to come off as judgmental and told them that we all have a past and it's how we deal with it. So it's not about not coming off as judgmental. Not everybody wants to be married or date someone who has been married multiple times. And actually, if you knew the statistics on that, you really wouldn't want to date someone who's been married multiple times because in the U.S., while the divorce rate for first marriages is 50%, guess what? With each subsequent marriage, the percentage goes up. So second marriages, the chance of divorce is 67%. Yes, that's 6-7. Third marriages, the possibility of divorce is 74%. Okay, so it's not about being judgmental. It's about being smart. You know, if someone said to you they were a gangbanger, would you say, oh, it's okay. I don't want to come across as judgmental. You know, that's fine. So, okay, moving on. Within a week, we had our first face-to-face -face meeting, and from that day, we were inseparable. My gut feeling was screaming that everything was moving too fast, and overnight, I got myself a boyfriend. So if your gut is screaming something, you need to listen to it because the gut has more neurotransmitters than any other place in the body. So it's trying to get a message to you, but often people ignore it to their own detriment, as we will soon see as we continue on reading. Okay, he introduced me to his friends and his family knew about me also. I met his kids and my family knew that there was finally a man in my life. Interesting how you worded that, because you've never been married, you've not dated for five years, and you're 40 and they were probably saying, when is she finally going to get a man? Does she have a boyfriend yet? They were probably putting pressure on you. And so you probably felt happy that I finally have a man in my life. Okay, continuing on. The guy was just too good to be true. Exactly. And guess what? If someone and or something seems too good to be true, it's probably because they are. 
he would adjust his schedule to mine to see me, called every day several times a day, flowers and dates, sex and sleepovers. All this was happening within weeks. Bad move, bad move. That is why most dating coaches who know what they're talking about will tell you the first four weeks of dating, minimum four weeks, you only see each other once a week. That's right, once a week. There's a reason for that. And we will soon find out as we go along here what happened. At week three, he confessed he loved me and was so in love. Shut up. You know, if someone after three weeks of dating said they were in love with me, honestly, I would laugh in their face because that's what they deserve. Because someone who at week three is saying they love you, they're either delusional or they're trying to play you. There's no way, there's no way that someone is in love with you after three weeks. Your ego wants to believe it. I'm so wonderful. This person knew right away that I'm amazing and they're in love with me. Of course they're in love with me because I'm so amazing. I don't, I don't care if it's only been a week that they know me. They can see the real me. No. Love takes time. Okay. Continuing on. I got upset because I felt confused about such a strong rush of his emotions and got confrontational on how easily he could throw the word love around. Well, I don't know why you got upset. I mean, like I said, I would laugh. <laughs> I know it's because he was killing your dream. You were ready to open your heart and now it's like, uh -uh, it's going down. And I needed time to process all this and I wasn't sure I felt the same way. I was very physically attracted to him and started to express emotions of caring, but love, love takes time and patience. Yes, it does. So I withdrew a little bit trying to understand what was happening. He took it as a sign I might be seeing someone else. I reassured him that wasn't the case. He got agitated that I was questioning his feelings and love for me and blamed my past failures for my reluctance to accept my love, his love, someone's love. Uh, that's a red flag. It's like you're not allowed to question someone's feelings, especially if they're expressing love so soon after meeting you. No, that's what intelligent people do, okay? They're like, whoa, ho, 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 sorry, we just met. There's no way you're in love after three weeks, right? So you have a, you have a right to question someone's feelings that soon into the relationship. It was just that sick feeling of doubt that I couldn't get rid of. Yeah, yeah, girl. The sick feeling of doubt that you did not heed. Six weeks into this relationship, one morning we were making plans for a romantic evening and he called that afternoon with news that his grandmother had a stroke. Of course, I insisted we cancel dinner and his family should be a priority. That was the last morning I heard from him. Why am I not surprised? He then disappeared for two weeks. Gee, what a surprise. I was so confused and didn't know what was happening. I sent him four messages and one voicemail asking if everyone was all right during those two weeks. Then I got a text from him that both his grandparents had passed away and he was busy with his family and his apology for failing to contact me. He sounded sad and emotionally drained. That night he FaceTimed me with drunk, slurred speech. 
begging me to come see him, that he loved and missed me and hit bad low. I told him I couldn't go to see him, but I was here to listen and to try my best to help him with the pain of losing family members. The next morning, he sent me a sober text asking, what future can I see with him? His four kids, and by the way, how old are these four kids? Four kids? I mean, okay, if they're adults, they're in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, no, not that old. <laughs> That's fine. But if they are kids as in under 18, hell no. <laughs> Dating someone with four kids? No. And I know someone listening <laughs> to this has four kids. They're going to be upset that I said that, but I don't care. Um, four kids, work schedules, and drinking habits. I didn't want to give up on him and told him that we should focus on the present and take it one day at a time. He said okay and that he wanted to see me that week, but he didn't keep his word and disappeared again for several days. During his disappearing act, I had enough time to ask myself if I could really see a future with someone who for six weeks, she's starting to wake up here, was telling me how much he loved me and made all these future plans with me and then suddenly does a 180 degree turn, disappears and ignores me for days leading to weeks. Exactly, exactly. Is that how someone in love behaves? What happened? He was in love. <laughs> Can you hear the sarcasm in my voice? So I decided to write him one last text as a form of closure and I was very polite and respectful in my message. He replied right away saying that he would call me later to talk, but he never did. What's the point of being polite and respectful? I mean, he wasn't that way to you. Yeah, I'll call you later. And then he never does. Was he polite and respectful to you? No. So since that day, I've been following the no contact rule. I know this was a very short romance, but why does my heart ache from all the why questions? Why, when I finally decided to open my heart after so many years of soul searching to find my ability to love again in the most delicate and pure way, I came across a man who shattered any hope I had left in me all over again. I'm so sorry to hear that. It sounds like something happened when you were 35 that traumatized you and that's why you didn't date for five years. And then finally you were ready and this guy came along. And unfortunately you picked the wrong guy, but also you didn't see the red flags. But it's okay, you hadn't dated for five years, so you were a little rusty. I mean, if we had spoken before you had gotten back into dating, I would have said, you know, date a bit, date around, date a bunch of guys. Uh, not necessarily sleep with them, but just date a bunch of guys just to kind of get your feet wet, so to speak, again. Okay, you know, don't just jump in with the first person you see. And so I think that, you know, this guy came along and he was acting like Prince Charming and you had been single for five years and so you didn't see the red flags and you just went for it you know it's like okay he's he's the one he's great because you had not been dating for five years it would be like you haven't eaten for five days and somebody offers you just whatever you're like okay i'll take i'll eat it i don't care what it is i'll eat it right even if you you know you see some red flags about this food i don't know but this food doesn't look so good doesn't taste doesn't smell so good but oh, i don't know i'm hungry okay i'll eat it kind of the same thing so what you have to do is slow down one date a week when you first meet someone 
And when your gut is screaming at you, you listen. You don't just jump in with both feet. And as I mentioned before, multiple marriages, not a good sign. And him telling you that he loves you after three weeks, again, head for the hills, head for the hills. I just think you needed some coaching at that time to help you through this. Because if we had spoken, I would have said, you know, watch out for this guy. He's telling you he loves you after three weeks. Because someone who loves you, they're not going to disappear like that. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you feel that you have to close your heart again to protect yourself. But there is someone out there for you. But you just have to take it slow. So trust, but go slow. Okay? So if you are in a similar situation or you want to help my help to get your ex back, you can contact me at my website, theartoflove.net. The direct link is below. If you are listening on YouTube, remember to subscribe. And if you found this helpful, remember to like and share. If you're listening on iTunes, I would appreciate if you would rate and review the podcast. And finally, remember that love inspires, empowers, uplifts, and enlightens.